Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to hear from former asphalt driver turned dirt track driver, Cole Anderson. We're also going to hear from Doug Tuen from Worthington Speedway, Mark Holt from the Nostalgia Dirt Series, and also Mitch Meyer from the Cannon Falls Napa Auto Parts store, right after a few words from our sponsors. Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's Speed the Sauce Man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, smart cookies use cookies. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. Where, as they say, no robots, just real people. Napa Auto Parts has been an important part of the farming community for as long as most of us can remember. Whether you need hydraulic hoses or fluids, batteries or battery chargers, tools or filters, the answer is always Napa. Napa is staffed with the best parts people in the business, too. And with locations throughout the listing area, you're never far from a Napa store. So don't head to the fields without heading to Napa first. Napa, a proud sponsor of The Dirt Show. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Do you have electrical projects in your future? Coles Electric can help. Coles Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Coles Electric has a great staff and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call us at 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all-new Circle Track app, your ultimate go-to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at Weir'sMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new CircleTrackApp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, 
Then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a Powerlift architectural door on your home or cabin. Powerlift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Powerlift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Powerlift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Hi, this is Dave Evenson from Hardy Lubricants and Chemicals, your VP Race Guest Distributor. You are listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by number 97, Cole Anderson. And Cole, you got your start at the Little Elko Speedway. What are your favorite memories from Little Elko? My favorite memories just hanging out with friends and connecting with other people. We raced five classes out there, and I just remember going to race and then going to get a popsicle and a hamburger and sitting in the grandstands hanging out with friends and then going back and racing another race. And I made a lot of friends over doing the quarter midgets. And Another fun thing was probably going to the grands, traveling, doing all the national races. That was pretty fun. Yeah, you went a long way with your karting career. Yeah, we tried to do as much as we could. They can start them at five years old. I started racing the quarter midgets when I was 12. We just knew a guy that had a quarter midget, and he kind of helped us get into it. Went and looked at a couple cars and kind of got set off from there. What is Anderson Enterprises, and what do you do for a day job? Anderson Enterprises is my business that I started in 2016. We do... Custom apparel, we do screen printing, embroidery, wraps, decals, banners, pretty much anything involved in the uh, custom apparel and uh, graphic world. I started that in yeah, 20, 2016 when we were traveling down south doing a bunch of uh, asphalt races. I kind of needed a flexible income, and I started that off just watching YouTube videos and self-taught myself how to work all the machines and what to do, and then it just kind of kept spiraling from there and kind of growing into what it is today. When did the conversation come up during your little Elko racing days about possibly running a full-size asphalt car? So, I think we talked to uh, Billy Larson, and his cousin does the design work at Dan Fredrickson Signs. So we got our cars loaded out at Dan's shop, and I think we were kind of getting to that point where we were getting a little too big to fit in the car. I think I was 14 or 15 at the time, and you can only race until you're 16, so we were kind of looking at the next step and which way to go and dan he's a very successful asphalt lead model racer and he kind of guided us down the right path and he kind of took us all over for the first couple of years is what kind of started our career off in the racing i guess and kind of shaped me into the racer i am today the 2014 season at elko was a big one for you in the big eights consistently running good victory lane and you were in the top five in points going into the end of the season I was pretty fresh at it, and we were tied with Chris Merrick in the season points. We were tied, or we were above three points. We were really close, and I think just the experience that he had kind of prevailed in that situation. We got ourselves caught up in some tight situations, and you know, had a few bad nights and couldn't quite recover at the end. But I mean, overall, we started off fairly strong by setting fast time the first couple nights in a row and being right in the top three right off the get go. You can learn a lot of things by watching the veterans, especially when the points championships start getting tight. They don't put themselves in dangerous situations because it'll take you right out of the chase. Yeah, there was a lot of valuable lessons I learned all the years that I raised, and, I, and I'm still learning a lot today from a lot of people. 
But yeah, just racing around all those guys. I've been racing at Elko for you know a long time. Definitely taught me a lot of things, and we uh, kind of apply a lot of that stuff we do today, I guess. As you said earlier, your asphalt career took you far from home, and one of the events that looked like a whole lot of fun was the Orange Blossom 100 in Florida. Yeah, that was another um, kind of a just exciting race. We were down there the two weeks prior, and we won the Red Eye 100 against Bubba Pollard and Kaz Grala. We passed them early on in the race. That was, that was like my first 100-lap race. We ended up winning that by quite a bit. We ran second in the pro late to Mike Skinner, and that's kind of what eventually helped evolve the relationship later on in 2018. Then went back to the Orange Blossom two weeks later, and I thought we were kind of settling for second there for a while behind Stephen Nassi, and we kind of just chose the line he wasn't and passed him right around the top with, I think, I think we passed him on lap 97. So it was one of those nail-biter type races. You also had a chance to turn some laps on the famed Bristol Speedway. What was that whole experience like? It was hard to describe the feelings. It was something like no other. You know, we were turning times faster than the cup cars in that place. And just the G-forces when you went in the corner with all the banking. And you know, they had that spec when they had more of the uh, grip strip from the cup races. So you could hold it wide open right around the grip strip. And just and we were going, I think, three-tenths faster than, than the cup cars. I've been looking forward to this interview since the first time I met you at an ARCA remote at the Burnsville Menards, and I interviewed you and Zane Smith and a couple of others. What a great training series for young talent in the ARCA division. Yeah, I do specifically remember that day and all the days leading up to that prior, getting ready for the ARCA race at Elko. We ran with Mason Mitchell Motorsports. We did a test session in January at New Smyrna, tested with him and Kevin Reed. We found some pretty good success with speed there, so we thought we'd try it at Elko. Being a home race, and you know, I went fairly well. I think that was another thing with a just seat time and experience, and they run on different tires, and all the carburation is different for those cars, and it was just kind of a lot to learn in a short three practice sessions, but I think we were positioned for a top five, and they had that wreck on the last lap, and kind of ended that deal. But it was overall it was a fun event. First time doing pit stops, so learning to do the pit stops was you know pretty cool. Something I always look back on. I know you were really excited going into that weekend to get to race at your home track with the ARCA group. What is your favorite asphalt track and why? I would say my favorite asphalt track would probably be Lacrosse Fairgrounds Speedway. You know, and that's another thing where Danny had a lot of success at Oktoberfest, and he, he still does really well there. And uh, we always had really good cars, and we won the Tundra race there. We won four Oktoberfest races in the Futures, the Dick Trickle 99, some Midwest Tour heat race stuff. We've always ran really well at Lacrosse, just kind of that old, worn-out surface with the bumps and the seams. You know, it, it didn't come right off the bat. There was a lot of learning that Dan had to teach me to kind of straddle the seams around the cross and kind of figure that out. But once we got the hang of it, it was one of those tracks where you just kind of had a knack of knowing where to go. November of 2018, you were running the Governor's Cup on asphalt, and by December of 2018, you were building a dirt track Midwest Modified. What made you decide to make the switch? I had a, uh, I had a friend who had a car, and we weren't really planning on doing much asphalt racing the next year we had um an investor that kind of went to do other opportunities so that kind of dried up that prospect so i tested out a dirt car and i actually i got to know dan wheeler through the other friend and wheeler kind of 
helped me. I eventually bought another car, which is how I met my wife. We built a car with Wheeler up at Grain Handler in Lakeville there, and I pretty much just followed Dan wherever he went for that first year, and we would go three nights a week. I followed him and Teresa all over and got a lot of uh, seat time and experience, and we're still learning a lot, I feel like. There's a lot to learn on the, on the dirt side. Wow, you were learning from a great pair there. Yeah, and uh, they're no slouches either. You know, they really know how to get it done. They know, you know, the people. They know the racetracks. So it was. It's always a. You can kind of pick someone to, to learn from. That w- that would be one person to learn from, in, in my opinion. And um, and we still try to race them when we can. As you know, they do travel quite far. So we, we don't get out as far as they do anymore. But <laughs> we still like to, to to go with them when, when when we can. Did you get some of your asphalt sponsors to follow you over to the dirt car? Yeah, I'd say. Most of them came with, and we had quite a few new ones come on, something new, you know, a different market. We were a little closer to home rather than racing down south. And we can, there's quite a few dirt tracks in Minnesota we can hit and seem to work out pretty good. And we have a lot of people that come to the races and support us. And we can go up to Fergus Falls. My, I got a lot of family up in Fergus Falls. So we'll go up to Fergus Falls and race and hit Alexandria. And we'd like to go up in that part of the region and kind of hang out with some family and do some racing. And speaking of hanging out with Dan and Teresa, we saw you park it in Victory Lane in May of 2019 at Chateau Speedway. It didn't take you long to get the hang of dirt. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was a, it. Was a, it was hard. It wasn't too bad to drive the car, but I think the biggest thing is is figuring out just like the way the suspension drives and kind of how like the, the dirt changes throughout the course of a night on asphalt. You kind of really. Just ride the low line where the dirt stuff, you can kind of change it up if things aren't working and kind of see where the clean groove is. And, and that is from advice from a lot of people, watching videos and kind of just seeing what works for us. Your father-in-law is Chad Porter, number 12, who's been on the Dirt Show in the IMCA Modifieds. How did you meet the Porter family? So I think it was in 2018. I had another car. And I went down to Humboldt for the B-Mod Nationals. And Wheeler said that I needed something a little newer and a little nicer because this was a, it was a pretty cheap entry car. So I found a, a car online down in Medicine Lake, and I went and looked at it, but I didn't have the, the money to buy it. So I kind of pestered him around for, for a while. And then I finally sold my car and pestered him some more because I still didn't have quite enough money. And he sold it me for a pretty good price, and it kind of came with the crew chief, too. So I, I ended up marrying Kyron three years later, and we actually uh, just had our first son today. Congratulations. I had no idea it's been one heck of a day for you so far. Yep. Yeah, Kyron, she uh, she had him at 2.23 this morning. So everyone's healthy and the baby's good, and we're ready to, to welcome him to everybody. Why was soda and not IMCA? Hasn't Chad switched you over to IMCA sanctioning? Yeah, so... So I raced the Midwest Mod, and then I bought a Wasoda Modified from my guy up in Alexandria, and I raced that for a little bit, but it was a it was a little bit of a change. And I had started sort of talking to Kyron. I think she was pursuing other things at the time. <laughs> so I kind of chased her around for a good year, year or so, maybe a year and a half. And I think she might have been joking with me, but she told me to bring my B-Mod down to the IMCA Frostbusters, and I don't think she knew I was going to actually show up, but I did just so I could talk to her and, and kind of get to know her a little better and so she could get to know me. I always wanted to talk to her, and I, and I knew she was someone that I would end up with. And so we went down to that race, and we did switch to IMCA. We, we ran IMCA for about a year and a half, I'd say. We, we ran with the IMCA Modifieds, and 
I like the thrill of the open motor maybe a little better. We have a lot of fun with soda in the open stuff, and we can go also go up to see some family too. So the IMC stuff, we were a little more limited to like where we could go in Minnesota as far as like the up north stuff. So, but we did have a lot of fun racing that, and we kind of like to change things up every few years. It seems like. Now with the breaking news and a new addition to your family, is your wife planning on continuing her racing career? I'm not sure. Um, we talked about getting her in, into a car eventually, you know, once things kind of settle down. And we still have her seat and her helmet. So as long as she fits, I think we could, we could probably get her in one. We tried to get her in, into my car, but I think a Midwest mod would suit her pretty good. So I guess we'll kind of see where the year brings us. What track style do you prefer? Big sweeping tracks, tight bull rings, high banking, or flat ovals? Yeah, man, I think I'm still trying to figure that out myself. I think there's a few tracks we seem to run pretty well at. I mean, Chateau, we always ran great. The kind of a, more of a shorter type stop-and-go track. Um, I, I struggle more at, like, the bigger half miles. That's kind of my, my, my weak spot. But we, we ran good there. We ran a lot at Rice Lake last year, and that's kind of like the same type of track. And I, I'm more of a dry, slick, and sometimes rubbered up. I think kind of the asphalt kind of comes out at me, and then we can usually pick off a few guys when they kind of struggle in those conditions. So, But we kind of, this year, we're kind of going to hit and miss. We're going to try to go to Granite City Motor Park here this year and kind of see where else we wind up. Watching your in-car camera on your asphalt car on Elko, you can hear the accelerator pick up, and you get off it fairly quickly. When you're on the hammer on dirt, you just barely lift for a split second to set for the corner and you're back on the hammer. Yeah, that was something that was hard to hard to adjust to. I know when we were racing at Arlington with Chad, he would always come in in hot laps and say that like, he never lifted. And I, I never could understand how he couldn't lift. It was just, I don't know, it was just second nature, but I always had to take my foot off the pedal. Well, you know, most tracks we go to, I mean, we don't go to a bunch of half miles anymore, really. But it's pretty crazy how the you kind of can control your race car you know with tighter loose just like kind of giving it more throttle or less as you've mentioned you've run rice lake and eagle valley and actually did very well at rice lake if you jump that berm at rice lake it will suck you into the wall in one heck of a hurry we were actually leading points at rice lake and we went down to fairmont one night and we developed some sort of issue, which we didn't know at the time. There was a little slit in the uh, fuel line, and it was causing an air leak. For about four weeks, we chased that around. So we thought it was an engine at first. We changed engines. We changed carburetors. Changed pretty much everything we, we could within the fuel system. And I think one night before we were going to go to Lansing, I took the uh, fuel cell apart again, and we noticed just a small little cut up the top. So we went to, to Rice Lake, I think, for three weeks trying to figure out the fuel issue. We never could quite fix it but we, we always ran we ran pretty well there. that that style track kind of suited our, our style i feel like and we got second there a couple nights and third and we were doing pretty well but i guess uh, things kind of happen for a reason you've also run the high banks at mississippi thunder speedway yeah i think i, I mean shoot I, I think i've almost been almost been everywhere we we kind of go that first year we, we really went all over with, with dan and Teresa. And I think that makes me a little less scared to travel places now, too, if I've already been there once. But, yeah, we like going to Mississippi Thunder, too. You know, That's always been a, a pretty good track to us. You know, the, and the people that are promoting it are great, and they try to help the sport as much as they can. 
Yeah, speaking of chasing Dan and Teresa, in September of 21, you hit the northern tracks running the Silver 1000, then the Wissota Classic at Grand Rapids, and then on to Hibbing. You are definitely not afraid to try new places. And in July of 2022, you picked up your first Wissota modified feature win at Granite City Speedway. And on top of that, it was a clean sweep. Talk about that night. That had to be awesome. Yeah, really the whole weekend was pretty cool in itself. Granite City kind of just was the icing on the cake at the end of the weekend. So that was our first weekend going to Fergus Falls on Friday. We were going for the Bob Gerke Memorial Race. My cousin Chase, he sponsors the racetrack up there. So we uh, we go up there to support him and uh, support the event. We actually ran pretty well. We finished second in the heat race. And we started on the pole for the Gerke Memorial Race after the invert. We hit a hole and then we, we, we broke a brake line on the right front. We did go from like last up to 12th, I think, or so. And then we went to Alexandria the next night. We kind of worked our way down 94, it seems like, and went to Alex the next night and went up three spots in the heat race. And I think we were top five in the feature. And then you Granite City, just working our way back down 94 again, kind of is right there and stopped there. And I think we were there, I think, one other time before that, maybe. And I think that that's another track where the people. I think James, obviously, with uh, seeing all the payouts that he just released, they're they're really trying to uh, increase that part of getting more cars there. And the management there has always been super nice, and it's kind of why we keep going back. But that was a pretty fun night. That was the one race that my parents did miss. They came to Fergus and Alex the night before, and then they had to go home the next night. And then, of course, we won that night. But it was fun. We mean, Kyra and we usually travel alone together. Not anymore, obviously, but just us two would hop in the truck and we kind of go wherever the wind would take us, I guess. And my parents usually follow along, but we can usually get the job done. I know you mentioned running Fairmont Raceway on the big half mile. The new promoter, Zach Gerhartz, is putting a lot of time and effort and money into that place to get it back up to standards. They just put a whole bunch of new lighting up. He's been there working all spring. Are you going to get back to that track? Will we see you down there? Yeah, we plan to hit Fairmont, I think, a few times. They're running Fridays a few nights here in the beginning season, which kind of will allow us to maybe get down there um, a few more times. We went there twice last year, and you know, Zach, he does a great job with the racetrack, um, obviously putting a lot of time and uh, money and improvements into the racetrack to, like you said, get it back into shape. And they worked on the surface. It's not as rough as it used to be. There's no big bump. So he's really doing a good job with the racetrack, and he's always... Always coming around in the pits, talking to the drivers, kind of seeing what he can do better, which I think is great. It shows that he's putting a lot of effort into it. Last September was your first with Soda 100 as a driver. What was that whole experience like for you the first time? Well, it was frustrating, to say the least. I really didn't understand how the format worked. It was, you know, that was my first time up there. We really didn't know. We parked way in back, just kind of a bunch of things. And then we went through tech and had to change a few things in the car that didn't really help us the rest of the weekend and we were close and you know, i think we'll definitely go back next year and try it again we were we were close to making the race like we were we were one we we're the first car out of the race which is always a bummer but we did find out that our car had a bent right front frame rail that weekend which kind of explains the uh dismal performance i guess so but i'm pretty confident this year that we uh will kind of turn things around we got that car straightened out and we also have a, a brand new ssr race car that we're putting together right now we're hoping to uh try debut in june or july who are your current sponsors for the 2023 season? Chase with Johnson Jetline. He's been with me for all the asphalt stuff and the dirt stuff. My mom with Cakes by Christie, Gay Neronia Berry Patch, Theron Properties, Audi Excavating, Landscape Enhancements, Fleet Wheel, 
LLC, Kaloski Drywall, and of course, the biggest sponsor would be uh, myself. And uh, I also got to thank Jake Edel with uh, Edel and uh, Kubish Realty. They're a new sponsor we have this year. We have them on board. A lot of exciting things happening. There are a lot of exciting things happening. Goals for the 2023 racing season besides having a blast with the new family. I think a goal is just to, to win as much as possible. You know, me and Kyron, we're, we're both very competitive people. And if we're not winning, we're pretty uh, pretty bummed out and trying to figure out how can we get better. And that's what I like about hers. We're always trying to get better. So I think our goal is to you know, try to win as much as we can, depending on the baby. We'd like to run up at, at Granite City for points to see kind of what, what what we could do up there with the uh, what's the new points fund they have up there and to support them. And I think we'll you know, go to Fairmont and kind of see what, what, uh, what happens. Cole, thank you for taking your time to be with us here on The Dirt Show. Congratulations, Dad, and I can't wait to see some of those new baby pictures. Thank you. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at Foamcraft Packaging. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see AeroRacingWheels.com or call 888 888- 895-2376 today. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino, building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made, Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault. 507-332-2434. Midwest Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Doug Tuin from Worthington Speedway. And Doug, I don't know if you guys have visions or do a great job of planning, but 
opening night, May 27th. You don't have to worry about frost in the ground at that time, snow in the corners, or constantly rescheduling your opening. I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to get racing in by then. I hope so. Uh, the way the spring's been going, I'm not too sure of that, but <laughs> that, that's why we kind of planned it that way. Doug, I tell you what, the fair board has taken over the track operations in Worthington, and I can't say enough about how much fun it is to come out there. You guys have a great fairgrounds facility. There's plenty of convenient parking close to the track. I love the cool old grandstands. And the track is just a little gem that really needs to be utilized. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's it's really high banked. They get some speed up with just a little track. And basically, it's just that nostalgia atmosphere in the old grandstand. It's a great environment. You speak about the nostalgia. And when the track reopened under the Fairboard management, so many people said, We need to get out there and support this from the drivers to the community. And you've had great turnouts as far as car count and people in the stands. We have. Last year, uh, we averaged around 75 cars a night. The grandstands were pretty full. And, you know, we're hoping for another good year. This will be my first year as promoter here working with the fair board. And uh, I've had a lot of support. And we picked up a lot of new sponsors. And it's, it's been a really good experience so far. Doug, on a regular night of racing at Worthington Speedway, what can fans expect to see for classes? Uh, as, as of last year, it's going to be the same. Uh, we're going to run the Bomber class again, and then the full slate of IMCA, uh, Sport Compacts, Hobby Stocks, Sport Mods, the name mods. I also see throughout the season, June 17th, June 24th, July 1st, August 12th, and 19th, you added Logan Brown's Outlaw Mini Mods, and Logan does a great job with that series. And just thinking about the banking and your track configuration, I can't imagine the speeds those Mini Mods are going to be running. Logan says that they're they're going to be the fastest car on the track there. He was really excited. He, he thinks we can get uh, 20 cars a night at the Worthington Speedway. And he's really excited, so he's coming seven nights this year, and we're really glad to have him. Something else that you can't see anywhere in our area other than Worthington Speedway is the Midwest Madness Tour, and that draws in huge car counts, and the stands are always packed with fans looking forward to that event. Yes, we were excited. Um, That was pretty much the first show we put together. It's actually sponsored by Ron's Repair on June 25th. I believe it's opening night of the Mad- Madness Tour. We'll also be running June 24th on the Saturday, our normal night, and that will be a non-sanctioned race, so uh, it won't be a points race for the track. So we'd really uh, encourage people to come out and hit the track uh, the night before and, and, and have a little fun. Another very busy night for all of you on the fair board is Saturday night, August 5th, that is fair night plus racing. So not only do you have the county fair going on and all the fun, the great food, the rides, you can also come in and watch a great night of racing. We were really excited to be able to have a race on fair night. And Pioneer Egg is 
going to be sponsoring that night, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and we hope to fill the grandstands that night. Usually fair night's always a big night in the racing scene, so we wouldn't see it being any different this year. I know we've lost our racetrack here in Owatonna, and one of them south of us is now not opening for the season. It was just announced recently. The amount of people that a race night brings to a town, whether they're stopping at a filling station to fill up with gas or heading into a convenience store to purchase a few things, or they come ahead of time because they want to stop at a couple of local shops or a restaurant, it really brings a lot of revenue into the area. And when your track isn't running, the community really notices the difference. They do. Our community is really behind us here. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of money to keep a local track going. Basically, most of our people are are volunteer. I know I'm volunteer, so we just want to keep racing in Worthington, and that's why we're doing it. And I really like the way you laid out your schedule. We've talked about this many times. When I was growing up, racing started on Memorial Day, and it ended on Labor Day. And your season championship is Saturday night, August 26th. I highly recommend if you have not been to Worthington Speedway, set aside some time, make a trip out there, check it out because you're not going to be disappointed in the action on the track or the facility. Doug, if they'd like to find out more information about Worthington Speedway, what are the best ways to do that? You can give me a call on my cell phone. That's 507 360-2056 or go to Facebook and look at the Worthington Speedway. Doug, thanks for your time. Thanks for all you do for the fair board out there. Thanks for keeping Worthington Speedway viable and running. And thanks for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. Thank you. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is the only museum in the world that's solely dedicated to sprint car racing. Located in Knoxville, Iowa, next to the world-famous Knoxville Raceway, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round for race fans to come in and learn more about sprint car racing. You'll see 30 to 35 race cars on display that are constantly changing throughout the year. In addition, you'll find memorabilia, historic race shops, and racing videos inside the museum next to the sprint cars. There's a racing movie theater on the museum's second floor, all of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame inductees plaques and stories on display, a panoramic view of Knoxville Raceway, and the world's largest sprint car retail store, all at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Fast shafts, drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more, and they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All-Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. Extreme! Extreme! Power coding! 
Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. USA's second oldest Honda dealer. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin you in the seat feeling of a big block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Mark Holt from the Nostalgia Dirt Series. What is the Nostalgia Dirt Series? Hi, Colleen. It's quite an honor to be on your radio show today. I really appreciate, again, all you do for racing. And so Nostalgia Dirt Series started out just me, myself, couple years ago and it started out as a dream on a whiteboard and it's grown to a team of seven people. One of the three main things that we look for is at first, of course, we honor our God and we let him guide our steps with uh, racing and promoting racing. And the second thing is, is we're about keeping racing history alive. We do a lot with building tribute cars to past drivers that have passed away or resurrecting cars that have been driven. We do a lot of that and a lot of interviews, and we have our own newsletter talking about racing history. Last but not least, we think this is a pretty good country, this here United States, and we like to honor our servicemen and women. So we definitely do interviews for veterans. In fact, the Cassuth County Speedway is one of our dates, June 16th and 17th. I try to have a, a theme, and the theme for that is going to be geared towards veterans. So those are kind of what we're all about. Keeping racing history alive and just promoting races. And talking about keeping racing history alive, Ben is an amazing mechanic. I had a chance to talk to him at the Steve Yaggy Race Reunion and thanked him for what he does. It's amazing. You guys will pull a car out of the woods on a Thursday, and a week later on a Friday, he's driving it around a building. I don't know how he does that. So, funny story real quick. I like to give people nicknames, and we did one of our Facebook videos, and I was asking people what we should call Ben. I didn't want to just call him Ben. Somebody from somewhere in the United States said, well, he's like a wizard with these cars. You should call him the wizard. So, we call him the wizard. He's got a young gal in the shop that's just 
significant other. She wrenches with him. She's his elf. So we've got the wizard and the elf in the Mac Tools restoration shop here. The other thing that makes me very happy as a race historian is you do not over-restore the cars. You don't instantly tear the original body off, and basically all you have left is a powder-coated chassis with all new parts on it. You know, obviously there's some parts that just have to be replaced, but we really try to be the purest with these cars. We built a tribute car to my father, Ron Holtz, and he had a 1955 Chevy, and we talked to him for months and months and months, and we built, I say we, he always laughs when I say we. The wizard and elf built this car down to the last detail so that I get to see exactly what my father experienced in 1968 on the racetrack. Again, this was just a dream on a whiteboard all by myself in an office one day, and the first person on my list that I wanted to see is the wizard, my brother. By gosh, through a lot of prayer one day, he just came to me and said, you know, I really see your vision, and I really want to join the Nostalgia Dirt Series team. And we've been growing the team and growing the series ever since. The big news, if fans have not seen it on Facebook, is a Dave Noble late model. I can't wait to see that iconic car back on the track. Yes. Well, Mark Noble, Dave's son, is a racing hero of mine, and he's a racing hero to many. I didn't know Dave Noble, but through Mark, I got to hear some cool stories about Mark and Dave and their days in racing together, and we just became good friends, me and Mark Noble, and he's retired, as you know, from racing, well, so he says, and he's interested in the nostalgia scene, and we got to talking, and he said, you know, I have three or four of my dad's cars just sitting. Would the wizard be interested in looking to see if there's anything he could do with resurrecting these cars. And I was like, you don't have to ask me twice. My hero comes to the Nostalgia Dirt Series to bring these cars back to life. And we have a Camaro that was driven by Dave. In fact, I'm sitting in my office. I'm looking at a trophy that Dave won with that very car. The date is 1974 that he won with that very car. And that car has not rolled. The tires has not turned since 1975. That's what Mark told me. It sat in their family uh, abandoned wrecking yard with several cars. And that car has sat dormant since 1975. And we hooked onto it with our trailer and the wheels still roll. And it's a little worse for wear, but we're going to get that car back to its former glory. And Mark is going to get behind the wheel and drive that car. I'm just so stoked about that. July 19th and August 25th, you'll be at Fairmont Raceway, and I know Don Masters is part of the series, and he's a huge race historian just like we are, and he'll have a blast there along with the rest of the crew. Well, Don Masters is very special to the Nostalgia Dirt Series. He's one of the original members that came on when we were a club, the North Iowa Vintage Racing Club, and Don has been very supportive in helping us grow vintage racing. In fact, he just surprised us all last year and put on a second car from his team, a beautiful, beautiful Firebird vintage race car. And we think the world of Don Masters, he's an amazing wealth of knowledge and great help and a great asset to our racing series. Two other things I spotted on the schedule, May 26th and 27th at Sports Park Speedway and July 28th and 29th at Mason City. Both of those events, you're going to have dirt track motorcycles. Yes, and 
Also at Kasuth County Speedway, June 16th and 17th, we will have the flat track motorcycles also. The first event coming up, May 26th and 27th. So we're very excited to have the Carl Chevrolet race trucks. Lou Sipholt is an amazing race promoter, and he's giving us a try to see if our series is jive. And he's been really excited about the promotion and what we're about and joining forces. And so next season, he's looking for putting on more races with the uh, race truck. And then Matt George from Altoona, Iowa, has been promoting flat track motorcycle races for years and years and we became friends and he said you know that we'd be a great fit together and we call it the triple threat in sports park speedway jeff freever and his gang do one heck of a job at that speedway making that track just smooth and racy if you come out to our show may 26th and 27th you're going to see some very exciting racing and not just vintage cars but the motorcycles and the truck you won't be disappointed that's our first event Mark, if they have interest in finding out more information about the Nostalgia Dirt Series, or maybe they have a car sitting out in the grove or in the shed that's been in there for years and they've never got it back out and on a track and would like to get it to somebody who could do that, what's the best way to find that information out? You bet. My email to get a hold of me, the series director, it is the number two, then Mark at gmail.com and I just welcome anybody with any kind of questions about vintage racing or restoration or our events to email me and I'd be happy to have a conversation. Mark, thanks for all you do and thanks for preserving racing history throughout the area and I can't wait to see you out at the track. Well, again, Coin, thank you for all you do. The Salsa Dirt Series has great respect for you and you do an amazing job and we just appreciate all that you do as well. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see Altenburg Construction Are you looking to join a team of hardworking and motivated individuals? Look no further than Bulldog Coatings. We are the industry leader in concrete coatings and we are looking for full-time installers. We are located in Faribault and install in southern Minnesota and the Twin Cities. Experiencing concrete is awesome, but not required. We are happy to train qualified candidates. Join us and enjoy working outdoors, learning new skills, and becoming part of a great team. Contact us to apply now and be part of something great at Bulldog Coatings. BulldogCoatingsMN.com Welcome back to our special segment here on The Dirt Show, brought to you by Nap Auto Parts, and I am joined by Mitch Meyer from the Cannon Falls Nap Auto Parts store. And Mitch, spring is finally here, and it's time to get that outdoor equipment ready to go. Lawnmower batteries, filters, blades, belts, oils, and grease. If you use it outdoors, Napa is stocked up with the parts to get everything going for the season. Yeah, yep, it is that time of year. 
pulling stuff out of the shed, out of the garage, out of the windbreak, whatever you got going on. We do have lawnmower batteries on sale. They range from 40 bucks to 80 bucks, somewhere in that range. Deep cycle batteries are also on sale. And trailers, spring's pretty notorious for stuff sitting over the winter and trailer bearings getting rusted and pitted, especially on like boat trailers that are in and out of the water if you have a leaky seal. Even though there is grease in there, there could be some moisture that pits the bearings and possibly blows them out. Just a good double-check reminder to take an hour or two and jack it up and re-grease your bearings and see how they're looking. And if they have questions on the health of their current golf car batteries or their deep cycle marine batteries for the boat, the last thing you want to do is get out on the lake and have trouble. You can bring those in and have them tested. Yep, absolutely. All the Napa should have good testers. Just bring it in. It's free to do. It only takes a couple minutes at most. Check it out, see how it is. Because, yeah, you don't want to be out on the boat with your kids or on the river somewhere and all of a sudden your battery goes dead and you're kind of up the creek without a paddle. And you talk about wheel bearings on your boat trailers. It's amazing the amount of trailer accessories Napa carries. If you have a problem with your tongue or wiring or accidentally bump into the dock back in your boat in and break off a trailer light, you have all of those things in stock ready to go to replace a broken light, a bad bulb, or wiring on your trailer. Yep, we do have just individual replacement bulbs, or if you want to do new lights on the back of your trailer, you know, you got two-pack lights that you can get. If you need to rewire, we do have good coated wire that is good, clean, easy to run length of the trailer. As far as connectors go, sometimes they fall out or get dragged down the road. We do have new connectors that you can wire in real easy and get you back going again with lights and legal. And as you pull this stuff out, getting ready for the spring season, the stuff is dirty and dusty from sitting all winter. You have the pails, sponges, brushes, soaps, and waxes to get that boat, car, lawnmower back up and looking like it's ready to run. Yeah, so right now Napa's got a deal going on where we have a bunch of these pails that full of cleaning supplies from the brand called the Chemical Guys. I started using them last year myself, and I'm really like them. So it basically comes with a pail, some sponges, some microfibers, different cleaning accessories. Nice looking pail. Those are on sale for about 49, 50 bucks. So those are a good grab and go, reusable thing I'd recommend probably picking up if you want to get clean. And Mitch, we've got some breaking racing news coming in the Cannon Falls area. Breaking ground for a brand new kart track. Yeah, so that's been in the works for a little bit. Hopefully they're going to be making track here real soon so what we're doing is if you're interested you can follow them on facebook that's kind of where you get the best updates it's called cannon river raceway so we're getting a dirt track in for go-karts so it's going to be flat carts and wing carts and it'll be a pretty good sized track the guy that's building it has experience with other tracks and building and stuff so he's got a bunch of great ideas the inside of the track is roughly going to be about an eighth mile outside roughly seventh mile or so pretty good bank on it so it should be pretty fun it's going to be family-friendly. Kids under a certain age are going to be free. Adult tickets are very minimal, something to do. So they're hoping to have the track done and get some practice sessions in sometime in June, later June, and hopefully start racing in July here. It'll just be a half schedule this year with everything getting built and stuff. So hopefully next year will be a full schedule on Saturday nights. There's a lot of great stuff going on in Cannon Falls over the summer. Over the 4th of July, you have an autocross and derby, and you also 
have a big announcement, a two-day derby coming to Cannon Falls this year. Yeah, over Memorial Weekend, um, the Memorial Madness Derby is going to be here. It's a Saturday and Sunday, pretty much all-day derby. Should be pretty cool. Sounds like lots of cars, big crowd. That Saturday, Sunday over Memorial Weekend, it should be a pretty big one. And then over the 4th of July, we do a derby every year, and then they're bringing autocross back again. So that should be pretty fun. That's a pretty not-after-look-forward-to event. If you're in the Cannon Falls area, fishing, camping, or just traveling through, and you have a problem, all you got to do is look for that blue Napa sign, and those guys will help you out. And if you have problems in the pouring rain with your wipers, you can just pull in, and the guys will come out and put those on for you. Absolutely. Mitch, appreciate all you do in the Cannon Falls area and especially supporting those events like kart racing and derby events. And thank you so much for being with us here on the Dirt Show today. No problem. Appreciate the call. Thank you. For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at mizgin.com. Miskin Auto Parts, in God we trust. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only 5 bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Carding, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakecarding.org for more details. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasonings. While there were a few opportunities to get out and see racing last week, Thursday night, April 27th, Hamilton County Speedway, in the Stock Car A Main, Derek Green over Bill Crimmins, in the USRA B Mods, the Otho Motorsports sponsored Ty Griffith over Joe Chisholm, in the Hobby Stocks, Daniel Ayers over Jeremy Crimmins, and in the USMTS Modified 30-lap A-Main, number 60 Dan Ebert over Rodney Sanders. Night 2 at Hamilton County Speedway, Friday night, April 28th, in the USRA Stock Cars, Derek Green making it two nights in a row over Bill Crimmins. In the USRA B-Mods, Joe Chisholm over Brandon Hare. In the Hobby Stocks, Jeremy Crimmins over Chris Hovden. In the Tuners, Oliver Monson over Tyler Crimmins. And in the 35-lap USMTS Modified A-Main, Tom Berry Jr. over Dan Ebert. They were also racing at Marshalltown Speedway last Friday night, April 28th, in the Mod Lights. John Padilla over Riley Clem in the Sport Mods. Kyle Olson over Travis Peterson. In the Stock Cars, Austin Kaplan over Dan McEnthoon. In the Modifieds, Todd Shute over Dalton Murdy. In the Hobby Stocks, John Watson over Eric Knutson. And in the Sport Compacts, Blake Dristel over Mitchell Bunch. Wolf and Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV, camper, or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, call 455-3524. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. 
Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.